Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. He's going to establish a physical government on the planet. He was here before as a prophet. He's coming back as king of the earth. Right now, though, this passage tells us that at this very moment, he sits as our high priest at the right hand of the Father. So we we see three different offices, three different roles being fulfilled by us or, or by the Lord Jesus for us. Prophet, priest, and king. When Jesus came and died for your sins, he established himself as the only priest you'll ever need. His death, resurrection, and ascension established him as king in the hearts of all of those who believe. As Pastor Robert explains in today's message, Jesus' next coming will establish him as the literal king over all the earth and its rulers. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in Hebrews chapter 4 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Hebrews 4.14 Seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Now, this to me is one of the most encouraging statements anywhere in the Bible. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, was tempted just like we are. He can sympathize with our weaknesses. And because of that, we can boldly go before the throne of God in other words, without fear, we, we, don't, we don't need to be fearful. You don't need to call ahead and make an appointment. You don't, you don't have to, like, you know, sh- should I knock first? No, he says, come boldly. Just show up. It's an amazing thing that he tells us. Dr. J. Vernon McGee said that when Jesus walked on the earth, he was here as a prophet. In other words, he was proclaiming truth. He was confronting hypocrisy. He was confronting sin. He was predicting the things that were going to come, things that were going to happen. He was here as a prophet. He healed people. He ministered to people. He spoke into people's lives directly. One day he's going to return. The Bible says when he returns, he's returning as king. He's returning as king. King of kings. Lord of lords. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. The prophet Isaiah says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder. And his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. 
upon the throne of David and over his kingdom to order it and establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward even forever. What is he saying? Well, he's telling us that one day Jesus is going to establish his physical kingdom, his physical government on planet earth. And just so we're clear on the whole thing, this is not, you know, it's not figurative. It's, it's, it's not something that may or may not be happening. He's like, no, upon the throne of David. What does that refer to? It's a literal, physical kingdom. He's, he's talking about actually the kingdom of Israel, just like he promised David so long ago that one of his descendants would sit on the throne of Israel forever. What he's telling us is that one day Jesus is coming back to rule the earth. Psalms tells us he's going to do it with a rod of iron. And that implies that some people are not going to be all that happy about it. But he's going to do it nonetheless. He will govern the nations from the city of Jerusalem on planet earth with a rod of iron. A thousand years he's going to establish a physical government on the planet. He was here before as a prophet. He's coming back as king of the earth. Right now, though, this passage tells us that at this very moment, he sits as our high priest at the right hand of the Father. So we, we see three different offices, three different roles being fulfilled by us or, or by the Lord Jesus for us. Prophet, priest, and king. You know, under the law of Moses, the high priest, one time a year, on that one special day, he would go into the Holy of Holies. So some of you, you know what I'm talking about. You remember, you know, that one special day, the, the, the Day of Atonement, the high priest would, would enter into the temple with the blood of that, that perfect lamb that had been sacrificed. You know, they would, they would inspect it and make sure there's no blemish or anything. And, and then they, they would, you know, in a very specific way that, that God had laid out for them in the law of Moses, they would slit that animal's throat and they would catch the blood. And, and then that one man, after he went through the ritual cleansings and all of the, you know, jumped through all of the ritual hoops, so to speak, that he had to jump through, he would go into the Holy of Holies. He would enter into the presence of God Almighty with that, with that blood to make atonement for the sins of God's people. But see, a couple of things that, that we need to notice here. One is that it had to be done year after year. Year after year after year after year, right? He, that, that high priest had to keep going back and keep going back and keep going back. It had to be another animal, another animal, another animal. Death after death after death after death to cover the sins of the people. It was an acknowledgement that sin produces death. There will never be a time in your life when it does not. You have to know that. You have to know that. Sin always produces death. Well, I sinned and I didn't die. So, no, that's, that's, that's not what we're saying. The Bible says that there are certain sins after which you will die. There are a lot of things, though, that you think you got away with. But the reality is that sin always produces death. It always produces death. It may be just a little pinch, or it may be a whole bucket full, or it may be that ultimate overwhelming where your body stops working. You know, I, I've come to think of it as the death principle because I, it helps me to understand what he's talking about. Sin always produces death. You know, I, I, I grew up in Georgia, you know, and, and, uh, 
And there are a couple of things that, that most of the people in Georgia really enjoy. Peanuts, because they're everywhere. Where I grew up, they, I mean, I remember going out, my grand, great-grandfather had peanuts planted, and we'd go out and dig them up. You know, they grow under the ground. You know, dig them up and clean them off and eat them raw. And, and there's so many different things you can do with peanuts. You know, peanuts are great. And the other one is sugar. Because again, we had, we had sugar cane, and I mean, I grew up, one of my dad's favorite expressions is, you know, sugar never hurt nobody. My, my wife jokes about it. Sugar never hurt nobody, says the man with no teeth. <laughs> there are consequences in this life, right? And, and, and we understand that some are immediate, and some are gradual. Some are gradual. You know, I love my daddy. His teeth didn't fall out the first time he ate a, a piece of sugar candy, right? But after the first glass of sweet iced tea, his teeth didn't fall out. No, it took about 35 or 40 years. But eventually, there are consequences. Sin produces death, always. Wages of sin is death. And so this sacrificial system was set up. That sacrifice had to be offered over and over, year after year, as, as a temporary covering for sin. Now listen to me, though. This is important. Even then, when there was no true acknowledgement, there was no covering. Do you understand what I'm telling you? See, the, the, the reason I'm, I'm asking you if you understand is they didn't understand. They didn't understand. Most of them did not understand. Some did. Most of them did not Understand that what happened in the physical realm had to be a true representation of the person's heart in order for that sacrifice to be acceptable, to be valid, in other words. What do I mean? Well, let me, let me read this to you. Isaiah chapter 1, verse 11. God confronted the hypocrisy of Isaiah's peers. Isaiah 1, verse 11. God says, to what purpose is the multitude of your sacrifices to me? says the Lord. I've had enough of burnt offerings of rams and the fat of fed cattle. I do not delight in the blood of bulls or of lambs or goats. When you come to appear before me, who has required this from your hand to trample my courts? Bring no more futile sacrifices. Incense is an abomination to me. The new moons, the Sabbaths, and the calling of assemblies, I cannot endure iniquity. And the sacred meeting, your new moons and your appointed feasts, my soul hates. They are a trouble to me. I am weary of bearing them. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. We're so blessed to be able to bring you messages from the pages of the Bible right here on Main Thing Radio. We hope you'll tune in again. But in the meantime, you can find more teachings from Pastor Robert online at MainThingRadio.com. Listen to more messages there or learn about this program. Before we come to the end of our time with you today, we'd like to ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. With more, here's Pastor Robert. We could really use your help. And you know, the, well, the Bible says that we partner together. When you support what we're doing in presenting the Word of God and the Gospel of Jesus Christ through the airwaves, we become partners in ministry, and we, we could really use some partners. So would you pray about making a donation today? Thanks. God bless you. Thanks, Pastor Robert. That website once more is MainThingRadio.com. Would you also keep us in your prayers? 
We so appreciate your partnership and that you're a part of our valued listening audience. Thanks for tuning in today to Main Thing Radio.